Before the next episode of the Yalabad podcast, here's a little message from Folklory. Now, buying a meaningful gift for someone's birthday or anniversary is hard. And it gets harder the older they are. If you've got an event coming up in March or April and are still looking for a present for, say, your mom, how about a Folklory? Each Folklory is an audio recording with someone that captures their favourite stories of your mom. We then turn that into a studio-quality recording that your mom can listen to anytime she wants. So imagine your favourite podcast, except that the subject is your mom. Of course, this could be done for anyone. We've recorded hundreds of folklories for parents, for children, for siblings, for friends, and even colleagues. And if you order by 6 March, you'll get a limited edition Bluetooth speaker with your purchase. It's styled as a good old cassette mixtape, and it'll come preloaded with your folklories. So you can start listening as soon as you receive it. You can find out all the info you need at folklory.com and you can also chat with us directly on WhatsApp at the link in the show notes. So check it out because we would love to help you create something special. And now, on to the podcast. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. A lot of good old humor. And today we'll be talking about news with a touch of humor and also a touch of someone who like lives and breathes comedy. Yeah, that's why I said a lot of humor. A lot of humor. Today's going to be a funny one. (laughs) 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 It's going to be your your most watched episode. I have a strong feeling. Wonderful, man. I like that confidence. Uh, (laughs) And and the voice you hear is none other than Jackie Ng, stand-up comedian, uh, serial podcaster. Yeah, mm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cast member on two podcasts, lah. Right? Ah, I'm, podcast. I'm on the more mm. better podcast. I'm on just saying. Yeah, we, they both record in the same studio, which is how that's possible. Even though oh. you will not know uh, by watching that. There's not like confidential info that you just leaked, uh. No, no, no. I think the studio is more than happy to to let people know about their their, their, their wide range of uh. decorations they can provide. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we forgot another thing in your CV. Yeah. Uh, the highlight, you know, when yeah. you one of the the main actors in our. TV series, you forgot, yeah. right? Are you, are yeah. you saying I'm the main actor? Because one of, one of, one of. Look at the poster beside you. Where the, where's my face? You are all the main actors. One you know of I mean? the actors. Yeah, I'm, I'm an actor on, on the thing. Supporting yeah. actor. But it was fun though. That was that was definitely the most exciting role. Yeah. Honestly, oh, okay, okay. like acting in that has um set a new bar for me oh. as an actor, right? Like now. I will not do anything that people ask me to audition for. Because I didn't have to audition for your for your show. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? If I didn't have to audition for that and like can do such a good job, don't ask me to audition for your show. <laughs> ah, so that's the reason. La. That's the reason. I was going to say, I thought it was the experience or something. That, yeah, like, that's like, why. Like, oh, definitely. That. Like having the experience, like, like I've worked with these guys. Like trust, trust us. Oh, trust, trust them to make me a good actor. And yeah. I mean, that role, it, it was a fun role. Like, because for those who are listening and watching, uh, it was was in our TV show She's a Terrorist and I love her yeah. and mm. you played uh, the Kaya King la. Uh, Alex Alex yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex yeah. the Kaya King who has a Kaya shop that you know sells Kayatos and all but it's actually just a front for a huge loan shark business mm. la. a crypto loan shark business crypto loan right? shark like, business that's, that's all the details. <laughs> and you also made a big sacrifice for playing that role la. you actually I shaved did. Uh, I did. your moustache oh your my god yeah, oh, you did. Did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that like, oh, that was when man. I was really looking like a child <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you did a solid job and if only we could make a season two. Yeah. yeah. So, But that, like, is that completely off the table now, do you think, in your mind? 
I mean, never say never. Right. Uh, who knows what can happen? But at this point, yeah, there's no right. likelihood of that. Unlikely. Okay. I think creatively also, you sort of move on from certain things after yeah, yeah. some time, you know? Yeah. Like once it's been in your mind for that long living rent-free, then okay, time to move on already. Yeah, sure, yeah. And also, I, I mean, like, I love the show and I love working with, on it and I love every single one of it, but I honestly do remember watching it on YouTube when it came out again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bit dated. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it yeah, a bit yeah, post-COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. Post-COVID. post-COVID um, yeah. The jokes also don't, don't land as well really because yeah. of the, the era and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, with so many things happening in the world around terrorism. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, yeah. 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 Wait, before oh, we move on segment. to the oh, yeah, stuff, I'm doing a show on the 13th of March. Jackie, Jackie, no, right? Yeah, yeah. We take were not going to forget. That, that, is, that is the, the only reason I am here. <laughs> 13th of March. Okay. Tell, Tell us about March. the show. Tell us about the show. Well, it's uh, it's called Cuckoo Bird of Value. It's Cuckoo title, Bird of Value. That's the title of the show. Oh, nice. Uh, it's happening on the 13th of March at the Projector Cine Leisure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's an hour of jokes that I've written, worked shop around the region mm. so I was I was going around all of Southeast Asia last year and these are jokes that you know there's input and there's it works lah in all of these places so I'm mm. happy to do it here we're hoping to tape it have a good recording of it and then we'll see what we can do with that recording la. oh mm. sweet yeah. man nice. so we'll hope to fill up the, the place right it's 277 seats if you are free on the 13th of March uh, go and buy a ticket 13th of March is a Wednesday yeah Wednesday at what time is it 8pm 8pm mm. yeah. so it'll be like an hour plus you have some opening acts you know? yeah Fucker Fast is hosting oh wow. nice yeah and then we have three new comedians uh, Rajiv Bree and Devin mm. will be opening for the show oh yeah. man you've done a one hour show before I've done several several yeah, yeah. Mm. The, the first one I've ever done is actually up on YouTube Ah, okay. I think it's called An Hour of Comedy by a Face A, a Hellless Face Because ah. there was Actually I think I did that be, During While we were shooting. filming Ah okay okay, okay. Yeah, yeah 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 So that's up on YouTube And you, you can go and check it out But that's just like A one camera thing like, It's not my iPhone shooting there And I ah. uploaded The whole hour on mm. uh, yeah. so, And this will be A nice shooting Like we got a whole crew And I'm paying a crew So let's try And make it worth it like, and Okay it solid man So so yeah If you're listening If you're watching Please show some love to Jackie. Yes, please. But I'm uh, just curious yeah. also, like, before, before moving on from yeah. that, like what, um, I mean, without spoiling anything for anyone, like the broad themes of what you're going to talk about in this show, do you, do you have a general broad theme that you're going going? Well, it's talk, essentially going the story of my life last year like, with some mm. creative liberties. Mm. Ah, okay. Last year was the year I, I left a full-time job to try and really pursue stand-up. Okay. And then going on tour, going around the region and meeting old friends and just observations from around the region as well. Mm. So that's what the show is essentially about. So for okay, people okay. who have been watching you, you know, like uh, be it that one hour or the hour shows you've done so far, the stuff you've uploaded on Spotify, yeah. uh, what is different in this show? What is different? Wow. I mean, I think this is just like the best version of myself so far. Mm. Right, like we, uh, mm. This is my 10th year doing stand-up actually. 10th it's year? the 10th year anniversary sometime in maybe July. Um, and so this is the the best version of myself as I've I've went on that tour, gone back to all these different places to perform and really like sharpen these jokes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to bring them back to to just do it for a Singaporean audience. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about different, uh, but if you like who I am, I think there's going to be more of what you like and and the jokes that you will keep telling your friends, uh, I hope. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time you're performing in Singapore. La. But you, you performed I, the jokes before? Yeah, I've done the jokes, just not in the show as it is presented as it is. Mm. Got it, got it. Oh, solid, oh, exciting. Nice. Eh? It is. And then on the 14th of March, I'm flying off to Melbourne. 
Oh, so okay. it's also your last chance to see me for for a good month, lah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be performing there also. Well, uh, I'm going to attend the the festival. Uh, mm. uh, I'm attending a wedding before the festival. Uh, Got it. I, I don't have any shows booked for the festival, but uh, Dr. Jason Leong has very kindly given me a crew pass. I will be at okay. the festival as his uh, one of his crew members. Oh, so I'll just be hanging out with the comedians there, lah. Oh, oh wait, so so you're not performing at the festival yet, lah. I mean, not, nothing yeah, lined up yet. Nothing lined up, lah. But I I, oh. I do know people that are running shows. I'm going to just go and talk to them when I'm there. Oh, is that, is that how it works? Like you sort of show up and like you know like. Well, yeah. there, there are better avenues to like. You can always talk to people in advance and book shows in advance and all, lah. But okay, it's my first time. I figure I'll just take it easy, go and. Check out the festival essentially. Oh, I see. Wow, actually, that's quite cool. Uh. You be on the ground, you meet people. Because yeah, this yeah. is a yearly thing, right? The Melbourne yeah. Comedy Fest- yeah. Festival. Because mm-hmm. that's what I did in Southeast Asia last year, right? Like I, when I was in Malaysia, I would just start texting people in Bangkok to be like, "Hey, when are the shows?" And then I would fly to Bangkok and I would do the shows. And when I'm in Bangkok, I message the people in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to the open mic, and then you just start talking to the comics, and then you find out where's the next show and like what's going to happen next, uh. Mm. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, there's a, uh, I mean, a real big community of comedians all across Southeast Asia that help help each other out with these kind of things also. Lah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've always felt like if you're a stand-up comedian, you you share this sort of bond. Lah, mm. that, you know, if you if you see someone, you definitely help them. And yeah. I feel at home at a comedy club, comedy show, whenever I'm traveling. Uh, so cool. I'm just comfortable to be like, okay, I'm sure somebody will hear. Like not all of us, even if they are assholes, I I I kind of know why they are assholes, lah. <laughs> uh, see, see. Oh, so you feel yeah. comfortable like at home on stage, uh, or like just going into a comedy club, ah? Uh? Uh. Like if I was to travel, like if I'm lost or whatever, if I know that there's a comedy club, even if I'm not performing, mm. I can go and meet some comedians and find out what's going on. It's like a church, ah. Essentially, yeah, essentially. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's cool. But uh. We can all preach. That's all the preach. Yeah. <laughs> do you have to do um, but all do, take turns uh? yeah. do you all have to do turns. anything uh, in return for Jason like carry his bags or anything like that as part of his crew uh, he hasn't told me like, but maybe we'll find out when we're there <laughs> anyone but else I'll, I'll be happy to do it Yeah. anyone else from the region gonna be there well uh, Jason's gonna be there Fast has his show there mm, I think mm. it's like 11 March to 3rd April or 22nd March to 3rd April uh, oh, he's performing like multiple. Yeah, they oh, have their okay. own shows, so they they have Got their it. shows there. Okay, okay. Uh, Calm is also visiting, just like I am, and then we have another two Singaporean guys going down, Eugene and uh, John Harlem. We are also visiting. Ah, uh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, and I, I'm sure there'll be a bunch of comedians from all around. So, oh, so that's see. what you you're calling yourself. You're visiting the the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Is it? Yeah, I'm I'm just checking it out. You're kind of like the those professor, adjunct professor kind of thing at university and all that, right? I I yeah. guess, but like I don't know if they those. Uh, those uh, junk stand-up comedians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm around. So if you like, you're at a festival, you're like, hey, I got not enough comedian. You can just tell me, and I, I will come. Oh, <laughs> visiting I comedian. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so um, how how many years you think it'll take for you to reach the epitome of being a stand-up comedian, which is NDP host? Wow, oh, I I hope. I hope it happens. I, I really do want to mm. do it. I feel like if I don't get the host of NDP, the next best thing that I have to do would be to run for president. 
<laughs> right because like I remember feeling this when I saw like the last NDP when Madam Halima took her seat I'm like that is the best the best seat right? the best seat for the NDP the yeah. best seat in yeah. the house and if I were to run for president that would be the reason I won the best seat at the uh, NDP it's the yes. biggest show on this in this country yeah, it's yeah. our Super Bowl hey, wait yeah. is it bigger than Taylor Swift or not Whoa. now now that you said that the hmm. organizing department for NDP better listen up yeah. you <laughs> cannot <laughs> lose to Taylor Swift uh. you better if Taylor Swift how got to, how to beat Taylor Swift I don't know man <laughs> we have to create a new pop star make the Malayan sexy again <laughs> <laughs> oh man Make the Malayan sexy Make the Malayan sexy Does Taylor Swift Have any local openness For her? Uh, I don't eh, Actually I don't know Because right. Coldplay had like, Coldplay had Coldplay yeah, had yeah, Riley yeah. and I Haven't heard anything In advance yeah. yet right? yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I mean I'm sure The Swifties know already right. But if we haven't Really heard about it Means it's probably Not a local mm-hmm. I think I think next week Is going to be Mayhem In Singapore la. You the, think so? With the first concert Is when? Monday right? Yeah Mm. Hey, Monday, Monday, yeah, yeah Monday. Prices will just be through the roof, lah, right? Yeah, I know. It feels like the news that will be just and like social media. Even when Coldplay was here, mm. like every time you open up, it's just videos and videos of people at a concert. This yeah. Taylor Swift thing is going to be mayhem, like Yeah, Taylor Swift is going to be even worse. Yeah, yeah, you you're, you're going to be there. Oh, I'm not. My, you're not. my girlfriend will be there. But oh, you're going to be outside the stadium singing along. No lah, no. He'll be in Melbourne, lah. He'll be in Melbourne. No, 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 no. I'll Melbourne, forty two. No, that's later. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 March, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll be around the comedy rooms, like practicing for the for the show on the thirteenth. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Actually, it should also mean that there's a lot more people in town who might be going to watch that's comedy true. shows as well, like, right? Oh, on the yeah, days yeah, they're not yeah. watching Taylor Swift, like. if they are still around after she leaves, because she's here till what eight March? Yeah, March. So yeah, one full week, one full week. Yeah, because my show's on the thirteenth. So if they're staying here, maybe I can go fly after the show, right? Uh, yeah. like, that's oh, true outside yeah. the stadium yeah, yeah 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 prepare some Taylor Swift jokes uh. you tell them outside yeah you the just stadium. set up a mic with an amplifier or something <laughs> yeah just do like a Dave Chappelle and just you shoot on Taylor Swift outside her stadium oh, outside the stadium walk dude, that will get you a lot then you give out your flyers at the end of it actually the last few weeks like there have been yeah, Taylor Swift jokes would work like, actually uh, like for those comedians that have been working on their Taylor Swift set this is the best time to do it because like, oh, it's yeah, in the public consciousness yeah, yeah, I had one bit. It was about how Changi Airport. Y'all know about this. They had the they are trying to, is it? Yeah, they're trying to have the biggest Taylor Swift sing along. Sing along uh, yeah. That's the, just the Taylor Swift concert without Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna go for that? It's ticketed. No. <laughs> like, I think it'll be sold out. I think it'll be fucking sold out. To just go and listen to the, the record. It's literally go and listen to. It. It's not even like live mixing or anything. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Then they can sing along. Then I think the fountain will change color. Oh yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, but that's why it's sort of become a cultural event almost, like, right? Yeah, where people want to just be in the community of other Taylor Swift lovers. They don't need Taylor Swift there herself, like, right? That's, I guess that's yeah, a crazy yeah, yeah. thing. Uh. Yeah, Fuck, it's also man. interesting that um, all the Chinese New Year music stopped and is replaced by Taylor Swift. It's like a it's like a new where? festive like supermarket, like not supermarket, like maybe like like handphone shop. Uh, oh, like is it? The coffee shop at my house. That like they are that's they are playing Taylor, Taylor Swift music Swift. because yeah. it's. It's like it's the Taylor Swift time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas song, the Chinese year, now Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, then after Taylor Swift, the next thing will be Ramadan. Oh, Haran Raya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no Ramadan songs per se, like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying Ramadan starts on 10th March. Yeah, the day after. So literally the day after Taylor Swift. Right. Yes, the Terrence, I know there are no Ramadan songs. I know, I know. I just cra- I'm stopping <laughs> you there before you get yourself cancelled or something. <laughs> But talk to you have a lot of chance yeah, to do that. I meant like the today, cultural, yeah. cultural, the uh, the the mainstream uh, uh, thing in the uh, news, okay, 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 got it. Ah, <laughs> yeah. 
But you know the fun things, yeah. We we're not just getting you here to talk about your your, oh, yeah, yeah. your stand up, but we're actually here to almost do like a regular episode, yeah, but la. Of course, yeah, talk yeah. about uh, you know one serious topic and one slightly goofier topic, and really see you know uh, your perspective on things, uh, which I think will be quite interesting. You are Gen Z. No, no, no. I'm a millennial. I'm 30 this year. Oh, you're 30 this year. You're on oh. the cusp of millennial, right? I suppose, yeah. You turned 30 already or you're still 20? I turned 30 on the 1st of March. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. It's two days yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, if it wasn't a leap year, it'd literally be tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's but a leap year, it's two days yeah. away. Wow. Yeah. Birthday episode. Eh? I suppose, yeah, birthday yeah. episode. And you know when you said you were going to come and, and I said we're going to talk about news, like, yes. Uh, just what happened, the topic we are going to talk about is like... Like just intense lah. The, the biggest topic of the year. The biggest topic so of far. the year. Yeah, so far. <laughs> yeah. So far. What yeah. better what better episode to join us, Jackie? I, yeah. yeah, honestly, I was semi-worried about it, but like the more I approach this moment, the more I'm embracing it. Oh, like, this oh, is gonna happen, oh, right? We're gonna discuss yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh and I mean it's something that's been in the news the past few days. Yeah. Uh, uh and today is like I mean it's still being chatted about. Mm. Uh and yeah, so so I guess are we jumping straight yeah, let's into jump it? Right into oh. it uh, yeah. Jump right into it. Um it is basically the whole uproar on and discussion that came about uh some slides that were presented in school by teachers mm. as part of a CCE lesson. Yep. Uh, that covered the Israel-Hamas conflict. La. Um, so it, it, it started off, I think, because there were a lot of parents who posted on MOE's Facebook page and emailed Chan Chun Singh as well, who's the Minister for Education, yeah. about how they felt the slides were not comprehensive enough, were not deep enough, were mm-hmm. biased. And soon start that started making the rounds. I think the yeah. first time I saw it was over the weekend. Mm, yeah. You guys? It was over the weekend. Yeah. Social media also, la, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and since then, MOE has issued a statement. Chan Chun Singh gave a 30-minute interview with uh, SPH and MediaCorp. Mm. Uh, and I mean, it's, still, it's quite polarizing. Yeah. It's still quite polarizing. Um, but uh, I mean, like like when, when you first saw those slides, right? What, what came to mind? Uh? Um, I mean, it was... It's, it's kind of... Um, uh, I was quite surprised uh, that these slides came out, to be honest. Like, mm. I wasn't expecting there to be, uh, you know, something being taught to primary school kids, I think. Yeah. It's weird uh, to, just, to just be doing that. Like, why are you doing that? Mm. Yeah. Especially after, like, I think maybe as as content creators, as influencers, like, we, we know about people being warned and to be told to take a neutral stance and yeah. maybe yeah. to not discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. and then, and then why are you telling the children to talk about it instead? Yeah. So the moment you all saw it, you all already like, oh shit, this is going to be like, why? Or this is going to blow up, is it? Yeah, for sure. Strange, uh, strange, for sure, strange. Because as a, as a, you know, have, I've got a small kid, you know, who's at that age of like asking questions about everything already, like, right? Right. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's like, you don't, that you just feel like there's certain conversations you don't even want to go near yet because it's like, as much as, yeah, you want to treat them as like adults and explain things to them. But, Certain things you just don't want to go there yet because it's just too much to explain and 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 their you know their their little minds are still trying to wrap their heads their heads around it la. Yeah. And and why yeah to sort of like because this is being taught by the school, you as a parent you're pretty much being forced into to, that position of choosing to have to talk about it already la, right? right. So I I felt like wow this is a it's quite a a thing for the school to like okay this needs to be taught to your children and you all go 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 out in the world and talk to your parents about it. Mm. Yeah. But you all you all saw the slides or you saw people talking about the slides like over the weekend? People talking about it, yeah. then the slides came later. Like, uh, why uh, why, why is that, that no, differentiation? Like like when my, my wife showed it to me on social media, I was like, hmm. 
then I, I only saw a screenshot of one slide. Mm. Uh, so then I saw people complaining uh, about it online already. And to me, it was like, okay, I don't know how bad it's going to be. I didn't have the initial thought of like, hey, why is mm. this even coming mm. up in schools? Yeah, I was like, okay, uh, maybe it's just... Uh, like that vocal minority thing. Let's yeah. see how this pans out. La. Then when I saw the slides, then I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I gave a bit more context. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, your wife was showing it to you in what context? La? Like she she was angry or... No, she said, oh, this is surprising. Uh, and uh, like uh, just wondering what the slides were about also. La. So we didn't have a whole podcast about discussion about like what she was feeling and all. But yeah. I think she raised it just um, if I assume like, it was more like, oh, how come this is being taught in schools? And like, what is this going to cover? Like? Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. So, so she was just presenting it to you as a neutral observer, waiting I, for you to, to get riled up about I it. I believe like. so, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think she was trying to egg me on. Like. Oh, She's not like you, Terrence. <laughs> Yo, I just thinking what kind of weekend conversations <laughs> you have with your wife. She presented you here, Harish. Take a look at this. No, she Why was on thoughts? social media uh, scrolling, and then she's like, "Hey, what? Well, what is this?" And then showed me. I and see, then after I go back scrolling. Uh. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Did back you to... discuss it with your partners over the weekend? <laughs> no, uh, this is not something like yeah, yeah. my partner is that interested. Yeah, oh, not interested. Uh, uh, yeah. A little bit, but yeah, not really. I don't uh. think you presented to me like that. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean it was just shared. It wasn't presented. Okay, she didn't okay, like okay. prepare like a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> to go through. Better the, not. Better not. Yeah, yeah. But then when it when it started blowing up over the next few days, then we were like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then the, the the next day, the article that came out from the Streets Time is like MOE clears the air mm. uh, yes. on the slides, right? Yes. And then yeah. like I'm, I I get a lot of my sources mostly, or I get I read them mostly on Twitter, uh. and then people will retweet the article with a quote tweet, and then like PSI after MOE clear the air five hundred or something. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not wrong, they changed the headline after that, right? They, I they, think they, so, they yeah, because people kept making yeah. that same joke. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but on Twitter and all, what, what do you see the main response to be? Well, I think because I was so active during the last election and or even throughout, I think COVID, my, my Twitter feed is quite left-leaning. Mm. Uh, and, and so a lot of people are very upset la, that, that their kids are, are being forced to, to talk about this type of things. I think there was oh. one kid that was quite funny, like somebody said like the daughter is very angry in the CCE class because the teacher is saying that we have to uh, show care and concern for both sides. Yeah. And mm. the, the kid is just like, but why must you show? They're just, just so concern angry. for because, Israel specifically, Yeah, right? because she, at home, she's just hearing a different thing mm. all the time. And so, yeah, to me, it's just so weird that you would teach harmony with a topic that breeds the most disharmony. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he's saying like, should we just let let this thing happen and not talk about it with the kids? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sure they can grow up and and, and, and develop their own thoughts about it, right? Like, yeah. it's, like doing that is like teaching people how to play basketball by throwing them against Michael Jordan or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there are levels to processing information, you know? No, but that was Chan Chun Singh's point, right? That this yeah. was part of the CCE, which is... Uh, which stands for the Character and Citizenship Education. Mm. And he said that this is just one of the many lessons mm. that the curriculum covers. Um, and, and I mean, if you look at the whole curriculum, it is, I, I honestly don't know what a CCE involves because they was not present during our time in yeah. school. Yeah. Was it present like Civics and Moral Education? Moral Education. Moral Education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking remember branded. what I learned there. Same, same for yeah, you. Same. Same. So in this case, like, um, I mean, of course, we don't have the context of what you're being taught. But yeah, as a standalone, it does feel weird that they are teaching this, especially when they don't even allow adults to discuss this in public. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah exactly. Right. Uh, but then do you all, then eventually you all saw the slides. Lah. I, I didn't go, like, watch, like, read it fully. Uh, mm-hmm. um, because I figured it's just, 
it's gonna be what everybody is talking about, lah. Uh, which mm. is which is what what have you heard so far? Uh, just very two like two sides. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, that they try to show compassion to both sides, and I feel like that is the the unre the the two positions we cannot reconcile mm-hmm. in society, mm-hmm. right? Like one side is saying like we have to be nice to both sides, yep. but to the other side, it's if you are showing care and concern to both sides, then you are siding with the oppressors, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. these two positions can never be reconciled. And I think to to want to have a discussion about it in, in public is just such a s- unproductive thing. Mm, mm, yeah. I think you. Made, I I thought you made a good point out uh, that um, there's levels of complexity to the things <laughs> that you can teach children. Uh, and yeah. like, I mean, even as as like children, like even just teaching them how to live life normally, like when you walk into an MRT, do you bang the person as you walk in and out? That yeah. kind of thing still needs to be taught even to adults. <laughs> uh. You mean you don't, just, you don't just let them go into the MRT figure out? Uh? No, exactly. That's my <laughs> yeah, point. Like, that's right. Even <laughs> us as adults, we still debate about, hey, you know, is it rude to blah, blah, And then, we, but we're already throwing kids in the deep end and asking them to think about Israel <laughs> Hamas when they haven't even figured out things like that. Like, oh, if that person's if that person got like food from his lunch on his face, uh, do I tell him or not? Uh? Yeah. These kind of things. I thought those are the kind of things you teach in moral education, uh, right? <laughs> But yeah. in the end, they, in the slide, they had the case of Samuel, Samuel and Raju. Samuel, right? Right. True, 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 true. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah, the, the slides-wise, I also only like skimmed through them. Like, but you, uh, you had a very good chance to like, really look. In fact, you have it right I mean, right I have right it right in front of me, like a yeah, full yeah, PDF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you um, want to just quickly like sum up yeah, yeah. So, generally what you see. So, I mean, the first title is it's titled A Better Solution to Resolving Conflict Slash Disagreement, The Situation in Israel and Gaza Case Study. Um, then they go through like, you know, what, how the discussion should be, you know, wait for your turn to speak, listen when other people are speaking, share your thoughts respectfully. Then there's a slide with quotes uh, titled In the News. Mm -hmm. And it's just quotes from, uh, incidentally, all Straits Times. (laughs) Um, And then just prompting the the student, what have you heard about the situation in Israel and Gaza? Then after that, another quote from Lawrence Wong, where he literally, it says like, the Israel-Palestinian conflict is a deeply complex one and is in bold letters. Um, then the next few slides, just some history on where Israel and Gaza are located geographically. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about the size, talked about Gaza being part of the Palestinian territories. Then the slide, the next slide, which is one of the more contentious ones online, the key events in Israel and Gaza since 7 October 2023. Mm-hmm. And it lists down about eight milestones from 7th October starting with the Hamas attack all the way up till 22nd December. Mm. Then it talked about Singapore's position on the situation. Then there's a a, a survey how do you feel after listening to what is happening in Israel and Gaza from a little sad to very angry. Smiley faces. Yeah, smiley face (laughs) to angry face. Singapore's position on the situation. So basically the the three points about Singapore's position like Singapore condemns Mm. all acts of terrorism all states have a right to defend themselves and we are friends with both Israelis and Palestinians. It does not mean we support everything each side does. Then a slide on our reactions about how people in general have been feeling sad, angry what people in Singapore are doing from donations to religious leaders expressing their solidarity and support what can we do? How can we manage our sadness or anger? How can we show care for and concern for the people in Israel and Gaza? And then it's like, let's apply what we have learned. And then it's a hypothetical, uh, supposedly hypothet- hypothetical situation between Arun and Samuel. I thought it was Raju. Arun, Arun. Arun. So, fuck, it's it's your, Arun. Own, your own prejudices. Yeah, I was like, well, I've got, got Indian gang. <laughs> Raju. Self, self-hatred. Raju and Samuel about being good friends since primary one. Then they decided to compete each other. Then someone threw a punch and blah, blah, blah. 
Then there's a few slides for teachers reference only, which not shown to the students. Then the last few slides are about how we can prevent external events from affecting our harmony. Mm. Uh, and and just talking about, yeah, like um how you what would should you do when you hear hurtful words being said about others because of this conflict? Yeah. What can you do if you're very sad? How to resolve conflicts? Uh, and then ending off with another speech, uh, another quote from PM Lee Sen Lung uh, that mm-hmm. talked about how, yeah, like, uh, there's when there's violence in the Middle East, we are all connected to it. Yeah, yeah. So that was essentially the mm. the summary of the slides. Like, if you haven't seen it yeah. yet. So, so for you, like, what when you saw the slides? Uh, uh, after your wife presented you this topic and then <laughs> you saw the slides. Like yeah, then I presented her the slides. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Well, what was your first thing? No, on, so on I the saw the slides and I can understand the criticism towards it. Because uh, it does feel like, yes, that it's factually correct. Yeah. But if you're presenting it to children, right? I mean, even if you present this to adults who uh, who read the news and all that, it still covers like uh, one side of it, yes. And you can argue that from seventh October it covers the facts, mm. but it like to 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 understand it, which is even tough as an adult, you need to understand more than this la. Then the question becomes okay, how far back can you go la? Yeah, uh, that's another uh, that's another thing to debate. But I did feel these slides, uh, like simplify it a bit too much la. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that was what I felt. Uh, for how you, about you, how about you, Jackie? What the the fact that all of their sources is the Straits Times is is a big question mark. It's a Why big not? Red Straits flag. Times is like fucking baller, dude. Of course, but also mm. it's like if you're showing kids these slides about like how to get sources from, I think like subconsciously it's like okay, I guess that's the only source I should be getting shit. Like mm. even if you're talking about state-run media, there are more newspapers like you can put today, you can put even Mothership, whatever it is, to just tell them like to get your to get sources from different to get different mm, places true. that's one and mm. well but at the end of the day i just don't understand why they pick this topic lah mm. they really don't have to lah i understand you want to teach like character you want to teach conflict you can do all of that without discussing this conflict to the primary school children mm. right i think the biggest thing i feel when you were reading about the reading out the slides is that I just I just don't know how like if I was like primary four, yeah, <laughs> listening to all of these things like how do I, like how do I process that like looking at the people around me and I don't know if people are angry and I, yeah it's just such a, a stressful thing for a primary school kid to be going through. Mm. Mm. But but you were saying on Twitter your Twitter feed is generally more left leaning lah. Were you yeah. seeing a lot of people complaining from the angle of parents? Who, yeah. Uh, well, what were they saying about it like? Like, were they angry with the content or were they angry that the topic was even being discussed? I think a lot of them are angry at the con- like at the content being like uh, uh, presented. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. To, that, that is all uh, post-October 7th mm, mm. uh, and, and all of those things. Like, like yeah. it's just not fair, I think. Uh, I think, of, and I think it is the younger people that are going like, why is this even taught in the classroom? <laughs> Oh, mm, so so yeah. that means that oh. the two there's some people who are just like pointing out issues with the content versus some yeah. people are saying why is this even yeah why, why are you even teaching this uh, yeah. mm, but do you feel that those people who are angry with the content are they sort of saying like um uh like that there should be, be more thought there should be more <laughs> context like we you want to go back you really go back all the way like 1948 I think I've whatever. seen those opinions like, I don't know if okay. that's like all the people but also I think people are just angry and I think uh, when they're uh, angry they're just like why is this like that? But they're not like presenting any like uh, alternatives like, to mm. like what else should be should be taught instead or, or see, how much more should be taught. I see, mm. I see. Yeah. But but do you do you think that there should be more? 
context, like given in within these slides, like before uh, October seven and seven October. I don't think so. I think I think okay. So going back to to what you were saying about why is this being taught, right? I'm thinking okay. So let's say again hypothetically, let's say the students are naturally talking about it themselves and they're asking mm. the teacher, okay. right? I mean that's why now we have more classes on sex ed. I think mm. like, I think mm. more classes on mental health because people are talking about it. Mm. And it's sometimes worthwhile to kind of talk about it in a way that is constructive. Mm. So in this case, I think there's no no way to fix the slides if you want to give the full picture. But that being said, I do feel that maybe there's a way that this can be talked about in a way that's more constructive. La. But yeah, to answer your short, your question, surely I don't, I think once you start going back, then like how, how far yeah, you go yeah. back? Yeah, how, how far, far you go back? back. It'll be like a full semester course. La. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I, I just uh, someone did tell me la, that their daughter, I think seven years old daughter or something like that, came up to him one day and said, "Uh, Papa, don't buy Starbucks anymore." Mm-hmm. Then, then he's like, "Why?" Because everyone in school says that Starbucks, uh, you know, supports the oppressor and all. Mm-hmm. So apparently, there's a boycott of Starbucks going on in their primary school, like You know, kids love sugary drinks, so Starbucks is the first one to go, like Right? Mm-hmm. And he was very shocked and disturbed by it because. He did not see it coming. He did not expect his seven-year-old daughter to be talking to him about these kind of things. Uh. Mm. Um, but but I just wondering, like, do parents like this? Then do they would they do they want the MOE to be teaching their kids, or should they be you know taking it upon themselves to talk to their own kids? Uh? Because I, I I have seen situations where where there are certain you know traumatic things that happen in like uh, schools, uh, right? Uh, like maybe a classmate, unfortunately, some accident or something that happens. Um, certain schools actually make the decision not to talk to the children about it. Uh. Like they will explicitly say that our policy is that we're not going to talk about it. Um, but we're telling you parents that we're not going to talk about it, and it's up to each parent to go and tell talk to your own child about it, lah. Uh. Right. Um, and I when I heard an approach, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I understand where they're coming from because it's like dealing with very complex issues about loss and death and things like that that some some parents don't want to deal with with their children yet like right and yeah. so it's up to your parents you can come out with some story of the, you know they went somewhere or whatever like that you know so i don't know man it's a i found it quite uh i just wondering what the thought process was behind moe saying that, okay we gotta make these slides about it and then who they arrow to go and make these slides <laughs> <laughs> like, what wow, the person is like this is the guy he woke up one Monday morning like, what the fuck kind of like brief yeah. is this I have to do how come yeah. Arun doing water on yeah. sustainability <laughs> Samuel doing water on renewable energy I cannot dislike <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about Taylor Swift coming in and how it's good for our economy all that. then I have to do this wow. Israel Hamas wow. but then when you saw the slides Terrence uh Maybe unpopular opinion, but I did think I I saw the slides as a little bit of like, oh okay lah. I mean it's just trying to present certain facts from seven October. Mm. Uh, I agree that certain things not good. Like I think the newspaper one, you made a very mm. good point uh, mm. that that they could have just varied up the sources, make it look a little bit better. Yeah. Even if you say you have to use state sources, yeah, there are multiple Throwing state a storm sources. Also, you know, yeah, one yeah, exactly. Zao Pao, uh, you know, yeah. one, uh, even mothership or something, and it also yeah, can right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but but I did feel like um, the slides were not not that they're accurate or anything, but I think just the given that we're trying to talk to primary school children and all that, right? You also cannot go too deep and too complex and all. And I, I just felt a bit of a nothing burger lah, in that mm. sense. And and uh, I, I felt that a lot of the outrage is like what you were saying, the diff- is whether 
the slides, slides like this should even be shown to children? Yeah. Or is it about the content? La? And I felt the people who are saying that the content is very wrong or that, um, I'm just wondering what the expectation is. Mm. Is, like, is it like supposed to be a history lesson going back all the way to, you know, thousands of years and, and all the way to talk about UN resolutions, which honestly, I don't, okay, I don't know about you, but for me, it took me like a good like week or two of like mm. reading and watching YouTube videos to really understand everything about this conflict. And even now, I still don't understand yeah. everything. Uh. Yeah. So I can't imagine how, how to, how primary school, like the teacher doing this presentation, 20 slides for primary school children, yeah. what are you going to put in there? And I mean, talking about the people who do the slides, can you imagine the teachers also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you to have to teach this, we don't even know their own beliefs, their own faiths. Uh, and because, like, like, like what you also say, like this one is so... Okay, there are things that happen factually, but your perception of it, it there's a lot of things that come into play. Yeah. So for the teacher to be expected to do it is is also ridiculous. La. Then you know what you're saying about whether as a parent, I'm okay, I don't ha- I don't have a child, but uh whether as if I was a parent, I would want the schools to be teaching this. I would say probably no, unless there is a way they are going about it that I feel is constructive. La. Like just mm. now I said, like okay, are they wrong to want to to try and tackle this. I don't think they are wrong, but the way they did it, this is too prescriptive. Because mm. let's say your kids are talking about it, right? Um, mm. I'm sure there are people who are in a good position to hold these sort of educational uh, things about this conflict. Mm. Probably not a mm. uh, teacher. Yeah. Not to yeah. discount their own expertise, but if they are a teacher of math or science and all that, to suddenly present Israel-Hamas conflict is, is fucking crazy, yeah. la, right? So, so if the students are talking about it, maybe it's even just holding like, let's say a forum or something, but a space where the kids can, you know, just share what they learn and you kind of guide the discussion, but you kind of let them form their own opinions. Mm -hmm. So then in that way, you are allowing the, the students to talk about it. You're not enforcing a certain approach on it. And it has to be conducted by people who are in a better place to do this. Mm-hmm. Were, were you all, uh, I mean, you are, You said you are turning 30 already. Yeah. When 9-11 happened, yeah, you were in was, primary school, right? Yeah. Do you remember talking about it or anyone, the teachers, anything about it at all? No, not at all. No. How about, how about you? Do no, you do? I don't remember. Nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. But by then it was like, for me, it was a like past secondary school. Uh, yeah. So, but I don't remember anything. Maybe like they talk about it like, informally, but no classes about it. Like. Yeah. I was still yeah. in primary school. And it's, yeah, I, I, I remember only Learning about 9-11 as I got older, like, it's, it, like, it wasn't like a massive thing around yeah. me as mm-hmm. it happened. You know? Yeah. You? But what, I, was a, I was a military veteran during 9-11. I, was, I, I served during 9-11 uh-huh. uh, in the Singapore Armed Forces. Of course. Like. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> wow, Terrence, what was that <laughs> like? Yeah. Which canteen were you <laughs> 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 the one that had the best uh, the best house one yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that, that's the one I always tell people uh, uh, as a veteran during 9-11 uh, uh, yeah, yeah. but but um, yeah I mean even in the army and all that there was not much man it was like I think I remember we all were like that listening back then listening to radio listening to news about it but uh, only only later as you know there was like security things being implemented then even the army then they even talk about it but they also don't talk about it in a very uh how you feel kind of way, right? And this one is quite like, it's all about how you feel, which I think (laughs) is what generally things are trending towards these days. But are you saying that maybe like, just because it wasn't done last time, it shouldn't be done now? um, uh, No, no. I I do agree that, yeah, maybe with progress. But again, like what, I think you made a very good point that 
are teachers equipped to deal with it? Mm. Because I have been in a situation where uh, there was something, an accident that happened in my school, right? You know, and uh, and then I was a big part of this group of students that uh, was as part of this expedition activity where one of the, there were actually two kids, uh, two kids got in an accident in, mm. during that period, you know. Then, so it was quite a big case back then. And I just remember being uh, shepherded into school counselling okay. by, uh, by a teacher who was somehow assigned to become a counsellor. So, and all I remember it was, it was terrible. Like, the counselling sessions were terrible. They did nothing for, for any of us. If anything, it was more traumatic to sit through the counselling than to have to deal with it ourselves. So. Mm. And I remember there was one time there was like a counselling session where like I think 17, 18 of us sitting around uh, in a room lah. Then everyone had to recount what they were going through. So it was like literally recounting the, the trauma of the experience. And I think by the third or fourth pe- person in there, I needed to go to the toilet very badly. Like I needed to really pee just so badly. But I didn't dare to say anything because yeah. everyone was like recounting a traumatic story. <laughs> so I just sat there, tahan not going to the toilet uh, for like almost two hours. Uh. Oh, shit. Uh. And after that, I, I think my bladder after that like uh, was 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 injured or something. Like that. So uh. I was just waiting so long. But the whole thing was just felt so like, like we're being forced to do something that by people who are not really trained to deal with it properly. Yeah. And I, I just afraid that yeah, when we when we shove teachers into the, this role of yeah. having to uh do everything. Yeah, sure. everything and I manage their, their their own emotions and all this stuff. Uh. They are also having a discussion about this in Parliament right now, about the teachers having to do counselling. Mm. About and then um I I forgot which MP was talking about it, but the Dr. Maliki Osman was saying like um they are they teachers are expected to do basic counselling. Yeah. Right, like mm. in like immediate situations to talk to children, or whatever. But if like it's a serious case or whatever, then like the professional counselors in school will be the one that take over the case and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is yeah, like it's also like the teachers have to have that skill of being able to talk to a kid if they are trump in in a traumatic experience or whatever. But yeah, you just I guess the way we think about schools is just not complete. That there just has to be more counselors. Yeah. in schools because yeah. it's just so traumatic living yeah, 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 yeah. otherwise the teachers true. crazy they're like yeah. like superhero like that man uh, I mean the teachers themselves have to be like, yeah. like also, in counsel. good health right? yeah. yeah yeah. so and and I mean like and then Chan Jun Singh came out and like talked about it mm. uh, and I know Jackie you spent a lot of time analyzing his speech I listened to the whole thing uh, mm. and then he said nothing <laughs> 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 he explained like, but it's, it's, it's like what I say it's just, people want to know why why are you doing this why yeah. why is the topic included in these slides yeah. yeah and he's just like oh this is the topic we are teaching this this is not a history lesson mm. The, mm. the funny thing is he started the interview by saying like this is not a history lesson yeah. and he yeah. talks about the history about how complex the history is uh. and how people feel and like it's, like do you not see the, the irony in that like he himself doesn't really know what he can or cannot say about the thing. Mm, mm. So to expect anybody to 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 hold a discussion is just is wild to me. And that it's like a thirty minute interview, and and really he doesn't answer any question. Mm, I mm. I feel like the first thing I thought was like how angry must Lawrence Wong be with Chan Chun Singh, like after delivering one of the you know, greatest landmark budgets of all time. There's like free money coming to Singaporeans all the way to twenty twenty five, and then this thing happens, mm, and then nobody's yeah. talking about the budget anymore. He made like a launch video eh, for the budget. Yeah, TikTok, right? The <laughs> yeah. TikTok, uh, but now nobody cares about the budget anymore. Everybody's talking about this thing, you know? Uh, and Chan Chun Singh made the, I think the interview came out on a, on a weekend as well, right? Yeah. So it's like everyone's working overtime to get that, that yeah. video out. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, it's one of those things that could they not foresee this being polarizing? 
Mm. Like even aside from just okay, they decide to release the slides. Uh, I mean, teach the slides. But then anyone in their right mind, or at least the comms or whoever in MOE uh, who did this, they should have been able to foresee some sort of backlash. Uh. Mm. And the thing is, they never put the slides anywhere, you know, mm. which makes it a bit more like trying to hide something. Yeah, why are you trying Feels to hide something? Sneaky. Feels yeah, a bit yeah, sneaky yeah. lah. So this one uh, is like, yeah, it's 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 just. Yeah, so I guess we, we the one thing we can all agree on is that is should this even be taught in schools, lah? Mm. Right. But but for you, like when you are out with your friends these days, you know, then I'm sure there's some friends who have very strong opinions about everything, lah, right? Yeah. Who do present you, you some, some yeah, yeah, or they want to talk about stuff, it? Uh. Do you generally tend towards uh yeah, let's go deep or let's not talk about it? Uh, it depends on the person, uh, I suppose. Mm. There are people that I am more comfortable with discussing deeper topics yeah. there, are, there are people that I'm not like, you know so so it really depends personally I'm I'm, I'm not a big fan like, because I just find all the talk not the most productive mm, it's mm. like there are all these ICJ findings is this is that is, and just talking about it like it, I think some people will argue the other way like we have to talk about this we have to yeah. keep making dialogue to try and make progress it's like I feel like there's already so much damage done <laughs> Mm. like the time for talking and dialogue is long over already like mm. there needs to be action now every every single moment like things has to be happening for, for things to get better talking is really the the least productive thing to do at least in my opinion so then what can yeah. someone like like you or I do or we just wait for the people to take action I, I don't even know I, I can't even answer that to be honest uh, right like I, I don't know what we can do and I think that's the and I think that is also the the part of the outroar is that we don't have an avenue to protest. We don't have an mm. avenue to like a sit in. Like people that try to do it peacefully in their own way have been mm. reprimanded. Mm. Mm. And then to to see now the state presenting mm. their own set of talking points that yeah. we were not allowed to, to. And I think that's why people are angry. It's like you mm. tell us not to talk about it. You kept saying not to talk about it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you are telling our kids this. Yeah. You know, and mm. I think that's that is pro- that probably adds to that that fire la. Because right. yeah, that's mm. a great point uh, because mm. literally it was like last week, right? Where yeah. uh, so called protesters yeah, like, people who car- carried oh. watermelon umbrellas and all. Yeah, they got uh, apparently there was a lot of news that they got called up by police la, mm. for conversation. So people were like, huh, we can't even like talk like peacefully talk about these things like And then a week later, suddenly MOE got these slides come yeah. out. And even twenty third Feb, uh, the the there was an article on one of the most quoted media outlets in Singapore, the Straits Times, of course, mm. um, where MHA confirmed that two Singaporean influencers were advised on content about Gaza conflict. Mm. So yeah. one of them attended a pro-Palestinian protest in Japan, posted on social media, and she was contacted by the authorities after someone lodged a complaint like, and, and asked to to um, advise against encouraging Singaporeans to protest overseas. Mm. And then another one also, yeah, so so they both got kind of like called out for, for the second one was for crowdfunding. Yeah. Uh, crowdfunding for humanitarian aid. So yeah, exactly that. There are cases where people are being called out for talking about this, sharing their own perspectives and then, but MOE can lah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And then I think the next day, Straits Time Forum came out. It was like, ask ST, can I attempt protest overseas? <laughs> 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 oh, yo. Yeah, so, so I mean, this, this thing, like, like it's it just, it just, yeah, a dent. Uh. I don't know whether it takes away from uh, PM, uh, I mean, DPM. PM, soon to be PM, um, yeah. Lawrence Wong's budget. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, 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 the vouchers are still coming. Like, the vouchers yeah, are still yeah, coming. And people are still debating the budget as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But this thing, uh, well, it's, uh, it's weird, like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. 
It's weird. And I think towards the end of the interview, they were asking like, do you think the parents can opt out of this? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay. And he was just like, you know, it's 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 it's, it's not a, a class about Israel Hamas. It's a, <laughs> you, you want your kid to opt out of like character and civic education. You know, like I think that there's like the, essentially what he said like, like no, like your kid, like this is something they will teach. Like. But I think, I, I'll be surprised if they keep teaching the conflict in, mm-hmm. in this module. I feel like the, the the smart thing to do is just to remove it because you can teach all of these things yeah. about how to be nice to your friends without talking about this. There are so yeah. much, so many better things to talk about. Correct, correct. You know? Because ultimately, the, the title of the the presentation <laughs> is about uh, how to resolve conflict, yeah. right? Yeah. It's generically about a better solution resolving conflicts, disagreement. Yeah. yeah. So it can be about a lot of different kinds of conflicts exactly. and disagreement. Simply go. Just uh, do so a case study on Simply Go. <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking choose this. <laughs> There's a lot of other examples. The case yeah. study. Yeah, that's the one learning point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not shitting on like your the desire or the thing you want to teach. Yeah. But choose a better case study. Yeah. 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 But now I'm actually curious. like The CCE, right? Uh, Yeah, how they trained the teachers or at least like brief the teachers on how to teach these classes. Because... All you're seeing is the slides, lah. You don't mm. know what the teachers are saying uh, alongside the slides, or so lah. Yeah. So, so that's the other part that that uh, as a parent, you're like, oh, you know, mm. I know that this is what's on the slide. Yes, maybe you can you can argue it's factual and all that, but the teacher teaching it, like, who's the teacher teaching it? What are their opinions about it, lah? Right? You don't yeah. know. You know, you really don't know. Yeah. 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 So, but I haven't seen too many teachers being quoted or. I don't or think you dare to talk about yeah. it, right? As a teacher. Yeah, man. Yeah. Three keys, yeah. This key character key. and citizenship education, uh, CCE. Yeah, yeah. This is what Chan saying is CCS. CCS. Yeah. CCS and CCE. The case <laughs> of the CCS and CCE. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But you know, keeping stuff factual is mm. always uh, the hardest, uh, right? And uh, as we, I mean, our second topic is about the topic of oh, someone yeah. who <laughs> didn't keep stuff factual yeah, and then yeah. later has sort of paid a price for it. Mm. Uh, not usually the kind of goofy topic we do, but you know, the first topic is so serious that this almost looks goofy in comparison. <laughs> mm. right. and, and what uh, is this topic about? Uh? It is the news that uh, Leong Man Wai from uh, the previous Secretary General of the Progress Singapore Party, PSP, on twenty on February 20, uh, 20th or 22nd? Mm. Uh, no, 23rd. Uh, it was announced that he is stepping down as Secretary General mm. um, to take responsibility for the social media posts he had put up that was Pofmat, mm. which is something mm. we covered on a previous episode. Yeah. Uh, but just to recap, I think he was visiting a couple in West Coast, an elderly couple, mm. and they were telling him the the their financial plight and how difficult um, things were because I think he had lost his vision and she had an injured ankle. And they were saying that they were only getting this amount of help from the government. Like Mr. Leong put up a very passionate post saying that more should be done mm. uh, and it is uh, that these people are not having it easy and, and kind of said that yeah, more help needs to be given. Then MCC, M- MFI? M- M- MSF. MSF uh, came out and said, no, they actually looked at, they, they put out in public the MediSafe and CPF savings of these individuals mm. and talked about how much help they are actually getting down to like the amount of grants they are getting. Yeah. It felt a bit like a bit doxing there, yeah. but it was Pofmat. Mm. And then Leong Manwai came out and put a post saying that, you know, he was caught up in the emotions and yeah. he didn't do his due due checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then February 20th, 20th he stepped down. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it was uh, a bit a bit surprising. Mm. Uh, 
I mean, the the thing is, he he stepped down, but he's still going to be part of the CDC. The uh, Central Executive Committee. CEC, yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. CDC, you're thinking too much of your budget vouchers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Friday slip there. I was like, what's CDC? Uh, he's, part of, he's still going to be part of the CEC. Yeah. And uh, Hazel Poir will be taking over as Secretary General. Uh. Mm. But uh, when you all heard this news, uh, what, was, what was going through your minds? When I read the, the headline, I was like, oh. But like as I read the article, it's like, it's not, nothing's changed. La. Nothing's mm. changing. Uh. Mm. Right? Because, I mean, I, I think... I don't know, it could because he, he became sec gen after Francis Yuan, I think. Last year, right? Was it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, I think these things don't really affect just public consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I have actually become a big fan of him over time in Parliament. Mm. Right, the way mm-hmm. he argues and mm. yeah, some I, I think this is not even the first time, right, that he's yeah. that he's accused of, of like lying in, in Parliament or anything, but I think he he definitely represents a, a part of the population la, like like yeah. of, of, to be able to to go up there to to argue mm, mm, with mm. the incumbent people. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it did seem to me like a lot of probably internal politics or something going on because at the end of the day he's still uh, an MP la, right? Mm. He's still in parliament. He's still giving speeches. Even I think today or yesterday the parliamentary sitting he's still there. Yeah, so he's still doing his thing la, Just that in name he's not the leader of the party, la, right? Yeah. Which, like, like, I think like what you're saying is that it doesn't matter to the yeah. regular person. What matters is the overall image of the party and all that. La. Yeah. Mm. But it, it does make me question like, oh, what is going on inside inside right. there? La? It, it feels a bit like like the Manchester United dressing room now, la, right? Where like, <laughs> like sometimes they win matches or sometimes, wow, the young players are very good. Then the next thing they lose a match and everything is falling apart. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, a bit, a bit um, I guess if you are if you are like 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 you are that like where you are you are you've become a fan of him right, <laughs> but you're a bit worried about the infrastructure around him right if everything seems to be happening like that right uh, but just to clarify it's alleged that there was uh, infighting within the party alleged yeah yeah alleged, alleged. alleged. because before the, we get Poffman or so because yeah the PSP was questioned on this and they said they would not respond to any uh, rumors or anonymous comments mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I guess the optics of it because they've had four. Secretary Generals yeah. since 2019. Yeah. Miss Hazelpoir was Secretary General uh, at one point as well. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I thought she's now the oh, yeah. new Secretary. No, on the optics of how... Uh, oh yeah, so no, she's was, the fourth. She's the fourth. Uh, then Francis Yen. Yes, correct. Yeah, uh, then Leung yeah. Manwai, then Hazelpoir yeah. now. Um, yeah, like, so so it doesn't paint the best look. They did they did say that you know now he's going to be free of party administration, so he can you know really continue to do what he does best, like. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, it, it doesn't like maybe he'll be more unhinged in parliament. Uh. <laughs> As the, he's like now he really like you know what I don't give a shit it's anymore. A colorful tie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because I mean like um, they, in, in this article they talked about how he had made like unsubstantiated allegations in parliament uh, mm. before like, I think there was an allegation over a bribery case linked to Keppel Offshore and Marine yeah. which he withdrew uh, and yeah he has had some run-ins where he was called out and I think mm. he apologised like. but I think over time I've also gotten to appreciate him in parliament I think he's gotten more savvy mm. and sometimes he just asks the questions that might sound a bit how you say uh, irrational but it's what people are thinking yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the most important thing yeah. yeah um and i think it was one podcast we covered recently about the the investigation into the uh, police officer who ah, yes. who uh, committed um uh, suicide right and yeah. it was just Leong Manwai asking a few questions that caused shamugam to respond in a way that also didn't look the best la. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i guess one thing to note is that the those instances where he has said something uh, slightly inaccurate that he has taken back 
all happen in parliament. Mm. And parliamentary debates, I think they're protected by, you know, your parliamentary privilege right, uh, yeah. in some way. So this the uh, this might be the first time that they officially can catch him outside of parliament and say, ha, there you go. Uh, you know, you said something completely false and here's a Pofma to go with it. Um, mm. So in some sense, it's official. Like, right? Officially, mm. you fucked up officially. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I'm also quite, now so many Pofmas go out there for different things that it's almost like uh, the gravity of a Pofma is kind of lost. Really. So I, I was like, oh, how come it's so serious, man? This Unless thing? it's like a next level, like 4D chess kind of thing. Mm. Because now, like what you say, the gravity, Pofma is like, like, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's badge like, of honor. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like a badge of honor. But, I've also seen people point out that, you know, isn't it sad that Pofma is causing us to lose good opposition leaders? So, mm. you know, playing on the sentiment, right, okay. of vilifying Pofma, right? right? Maybe that's their 4D chess, no? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, there's this TikToker, um, I think he's been like Pofma three, four times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he sits he, in the car and yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And then he made a rap about that. Is it? Oh, boy. It's like, he 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 freestyle over dirt off your shoulder by Jay Z. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it's a song about Pofma. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like recently, wow. when I think after his third Pofma or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like when Pofma first came out, we be like, whoa, 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 see, like remember yeah. the first person that kind of like now we don't even. It's like okay, a Pofma is just another thing because like there's yeah. no real consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. like you, I don't know, you pin it to the top of your yeah, profile, la. La. That's yeah. it, la, Right. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you say, like it's a badge of honor, like LinkedIn bio, la, You know, you put yeah, your Pofma yeah. link there also. Yeah, yeah, for for like a content creator, maybe yeah. like, that, that that makes you more badass. Yeah. Right? But, but then you know, you know, like how if you want to guilt trip someone, right? If they do something that annoys you a bit, but you kind of make the consequences of that even more, right? Mm. That person would feel a bit more guilty, and to the other people, they will also come across as more douchey, right? Right. Yeah. Like let's say if Terrence says something to me that I find like, you know, condescending or something and then I go home and cry to my wife. Mm. Right. Then she will be like, how can Terrence be so mean to you that you come back and cry? Mm. So then she, her perception of you will be like, Terrence is a douche. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, if PSP is playing that next level thing, you know what? We're going to, we're going to show how destructive Pofma can be mm. right? because it could result in opposition parties having like internal conflict lah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and getting the neutral person to be like, hey, actually maybe Pofma is a bit too powerful. Right. That's like some next level shit. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past uh, Leong Man Wai, honestly. Oh, is it? I feel like his brain works on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he like comes up with a plan I'll be like, okay, dope. Yeah, like, like you know. That is like, because it won't change what he's going to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they're all on the same page. He's like the Doctor Strange of yeah. like, politics. Like. He's seen all the <laughs> 17 million possibilities. <laughs> and now he's chosen this one that will... He just turns to his yeah. There's only one <laughs> way to do this. <laughs> but his during the the debate over the reserves, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she brought up the point about how land sales should be uh, divided into 12. Mm. And PM Lee said that that's actually not a terrible idea that they can discuss that that like, they can be discussed. Oh, mm. oh. So like I I remember hearing that and I'm just like that is oh. that, that feels fresh mm. right like PM Lee accepting an opposition member's idea and not completely saying no oh. you know and then she also brought it up I think yesterday again she was just like very heartened to say PM Lee say that and I mm. hope that they will continue looking into that. Oh, of wow. dividing a land sale over the period of the lease. So maybe in the internal so, PSP team, she was telling Yongman, why PMD got, got say any of the Go or not? Huh? <laughs> 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 Compliments from PMD, one take under his <laughs> 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 
Then Lok Man was like, oh, fuck, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. I have to step down. Uh. The other chart is how, how many puff masks you get. <laughs> how many times you must say sorry in parliament. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Uh. Oh, yeah. interesting. Uh. I guess it's, it's all heating up for the election that will be happening in the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I was, I think someone, one of our listeners was pointing out to us that uh, if you watch Parliament now, Leong Man Wai addresses the camera directly a lot more now than he used uh-huh. to. Uh. So someone's pointing out that hey, that's like it tells you that he he's got the you know the GE in mind, uh, the way he talks about things, he's addressing the the audience directly and not looking at the other parliamentarians sitting around so much radio. Right. So uh, I, I was quite surprised by this news. I thought that he was going to be the face of the party going forward. Yeah. But but seems like maybe maybe Tanching Box still got some legs mm-hmm. left in him. Huh? Actually, another point that, that I see in this article is like, um, it was highlighted that in contrast to, you know, how Iswaran was like kind of, yes, until, like until proven guilty, he still gets his ministerial like uh, reduced uh, salary and all that. PSP is almost like, okay, you do something wrong, you own up. We're not going to counsel you for two years and then you come out and you're still having sex with another mm. person in parliament. Mm. You do something wrong. Even if it's not criminal or anything, we will not tolerate that. Mm. You step down. Right. Mm. Which in some ways, like, hey, that's I refreshing guess. also. Right. Yeah, maybe that's like just like the policy of full transparency. Full transparency. Yeah. Right. But yeah. then like that, then that would beg the question of like, is full transparency really that productive at the yeah. end of the day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have four side gen in four years. Then like, what are we doing? You know? It's like Manchester United lah. Like, Guys, <laughs> what the hell is going on, man? <laughs> just stick with one and make yeah. it work. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's player, it's true, it's true. PSP. Yeah. But but yeah la, So I mean, interesting lah to see how this shapes up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess the elections are on everyone's minds lah, right? Yeah. Uh, everything announced during the budget, and then now like this whole this whole thing with PSP. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting few months lah, leading up to whenever the elections gonna be called. Lah. Yeah, I feel like the MOE thing. Not not that I want to circle back there, but I feel like yeah. that has probably pushed the elections forward, or like yeah, back For the a few break- months. Oh really? Just because of the MOE thing? I I feel like yeah, like it, this they will try to spend as much time as they can to to damage control this before uh, they they oh, won't have the election la, right? More distance la, right? Yeah. More distance. Oh. Oh. Step back. Yeah. Oh. See, yeah. Uh, interesting. Uh. And I mean, like, I'm curious whether it will also be brought up in Parliament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I bet. I guess Chan Chun Singh will have to come in to tell, explain some yeah, stuff to yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Maliki, go up, please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to Straits Times already, sir. Please, uh, 30 minutes, go, uh. no. I sit down on the weekend, no. I sit down on the weekend, bro. Go, uh, bro. Please, uh. <laughs> he looked very shag. Like. He looked very shag in the interview. Like in Parliament, uh, they just messaging each other. Hey, go, uh, go. He's just nudging each other. <laughs> Yeah, like put up a speaker yeah Maliki has something to say <laughs> no no I don't have I don't have <laughs> that arrow oh, class oh, another parliament session to go for yeah. cool man but yeah awesome cool cool we yeah. also so at the end of our podcast we mm. always have a, a segment right yeah. uh, called one shock thing yeah 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 I, um, I, I, I was just telling Harish I prepared for that awesome oh, but, but oh. just not nothing to promote your own show because we've already done that right? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, know. So, I will do it again okay, later okay, yeah. cool cool yeah <laughs> Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. maybe but we maybe we'll go first just sure. to give it give you a bit of time to see uh, how you're gonna frame it, la. So yeah. Harish, you have your one yeah. shot thing. My one shot thing. I don't know. Was this your one shot thing? The previous one where Dante no, did no, his no, debut? No, no, no. Ah, okay. No, you know. I thought no, it was right. yours. No. 
No, no, it wasn't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so so over the weekend, I believe, uh, Dante Chen, who uh, was, uh, I mean, is the first Singaporean wrestler in the WWE, lah. Mm. Uh, and like, I mean, we saw him before when he was in Singapore. I think. Have you been to SPW? Yeah, also? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went by the name of Traxus, right? Traxus. We did a video with him, and then I think last year it came out that he had been selected to. Like start training with WWE in NXT, and, yeah, yeah, and, and NXT, NXT, which is yeah. the almost like the mental, the developmental. If you're talking to someone who has been in wrestling matches himself, you know. Oh fuck, that's <laughs> true. Oh, check in, like literally been slammed multiple yeah, yeah, times. Right. If I'm, I feel like he was, he came, he slammed to, you. No, he came and watched one of the shows I was on. Ah, yeah, 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 the yeah. shows that we do is like a small back alley kind of stuff, like and he knows a wrestler, so he he was there. I see. So you are a big yeah. wrestling fan as well, lah. I I am. I'm a big AEW fan. AEW specifically. Wow. Yeah, like, ah. I'm not a big fan of the WWE product, even though I'm very very happy for for Dante to be there. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember, like you say, right? Like like this is the guy we used to watch in Topayo. Yeah, right? and he right? was we, like his head was shaved because he was in army, army. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching him sing the Lion King theme song. Like when he was challenging the statement for the title, he was yeah. just like, I just can't wait to be king. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and then he lost. And I was like, oh no, why did he lose? Yeah. He lost because he was going to the WWE. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it was always fun to watch him and the statement because that would be the highlight. Both of them are yeah, like the mini fucking events. athletic. Yeah. Um, and and then, he's also featured yeah. in one of our Ministry of Funny videos at one time. He was, <laughs> yeah. We dressed him up as Trump oh. and then got him like to oh, do some wrestling moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you were Kim Jong- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Kim yeah, Jong-un, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the day that he came and had the meeting. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, were, yeah, we yeah, yeah joke great, about that. But uh, yeah, he, I mean, the Christian thing, he looks like, I mean, uh, I did not realize he was that huge until I saw him on this, on this, like, on TV, on SmackDown. And I was like, wow, shit. Yeah. He looks just as big as those yeah. wrestlers you see on TV. Yeah. 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 I mean, Singapore, he stood out because he was a, like a giant. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't look small when he goes there. It's like, you know, whenever you see like someone you think is big, then they go play like uh, basketball or yeah. something. They look tiny. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so in, in this one, WWE Smackdown, he came, he fought uh, who's Braun the, Breaker. Braun Breaker. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, he, he, he lost. Yeah. But mm. even for those three, four minutes, it felt like it. Like I remember when I used to watch WWE last time, there'll always be this these newcomers that come. They get yeah. a few minutes, but slowly it increases, yeah. increases, increases. Yeah. So wow, it's awesome. And the commentator did say he's like Singaporean first Singaporean wrestler. Yeah, and he's, actually when he uh, was in NXT, he was already very popular with the fans. Oh, he, is it? He's like a sort of like a gatekeeper. Like when he is like the the boss of NXT in a way. Oh. Like when you are a new wrestler joining NXT. You will fight, 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 fight until you get to fight him. Like oh, he is, is like he? The, the gatekeeper in oh, a way. So he's he's got to that level already. He he does really. have a reputation oh, among the fans fuck. already. Uh, so in this SmackDown match, he's fighting Brom Breaker. Breaker is, is, a big is, star, yeah. is a big star. Uh, and to be put in that position of putting that guy over is he's like Scott Steiner, big pop up pumps yeah, yeah. kid. Yeah. Oh, he's this Scott Steiner's kid, Brom Breaker. God. So yeah, to I mean, you you like you you get to be a jobber. Yeah, 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 which is you you lose people, but you get to be a jobber to to big names and I oh, think that's, that's a good the, sign. Yeah. That's the term a jobber. Is yeah, it? you go in to do the job, like You lose to them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of those kind of uh, insider videos about wrestling. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah I, I felt like Dante Chen here 
he his selling was good, yeah. Like mm. he he really does that thing about looking like he's getting injured yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah. And the knocks are hard, man. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! So so yeah, and, and I like that the competitor didn't say, "Oh, he's from the far east" or something <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> I was half expecting that to go, and he said, "No, he's the first Singapore wrestler, fucking right. solid, man." That's and right. SmackDown yeah. is quite a a, a, a big event, right? It's the biggest weekly show, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. solid. Yeah, so it's that's the same my, show that uh, I think the Rock will be on. Yeah, next week, this this week or so. Going back on SmackDown, yeah. Is he, the, he I mean, wrestle? I, uh, not the wrestler, but you know, I I've been talking to him about this. Yeah. Uh, like the Rock has been, he's back, basically back, and like now he's like the bad guy Rock, yeah, right? And yeah. it's fucking he's corporate, fucking great, man. Like yeah. it's such a good performance, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, people, a lot of people have been watching SmackDown recently because mm. Rock is coming back, lah. Hell yeah, man. Well, yeah, happy to see that. Yeah, cool. All right, and Terrence, cool. what's your one shook thing? Uh, mine is actually something closer to home. Where uh somehow I came because probably because my kid like, I came across this video of like uh a lion dance that was performed at Orchard Center Point recently like like, like literally like two weeks ago for Chinese New Year mm. and I know it just sounds like the most uh strange thing like, but it actually the performance was like really athletic and really quite impressive like. Did you watch it live? No, it's just oh, a video so, of it. Uh, I saw uh, a part of video of it and it was at Center Point like a week or two ago. And uh, yeah, you know, Chinese New Year, you see lion dance and usually it's like, oh, they come and then they just lay out some oranges. Huh? But this one's like the, apparently they, it's by this troupe called the Wen Yang uh, Sports Association, Wen Yang Lion Dance Troupe. And they are, I think, the last champions of the last lion dance competition at, oh, at the one at Takashimaya, the square. Oh, 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 oh. So those guys, are, I mean, it's really quite impressive like, what they do. And, and uh, it, like, uh, I... You, Anyone should watch it like, just to see how athletic lion dance can actually be. Like uh, yeah. they're hanging off poles and like carrying each other or like doing like, you know, uh, those, what, what do you call those cheerleader moves? Mm. You know, American cheerleaders, they stand the shoulders and then they, they flip and everything. They're doing it on like with, while wearing the whole lion dance regalia and everything. Mm. It's damn impressive. Like. And I was like, uh, if there's any like uh, kind of like uh, cheesy old, uh, kind of like traditional kind of dance that maybe I might want to send my kid to go and learn all that. It'd be, it'd be something like that. Because yeah. it's, it's like really athletic. Uh. So you feel proud? Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that this is that there are these young people still trying to keep on these very old traditions uh, and that the crowd was also very appreciative and everything was all. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So I'll put the link to the YouTube video in the description. Wow. Do you know who Bob Sanger is? Sounds familiar. Bob Sanger is Oh, the content creator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's also a lion dance. Oh, huh? he's a Malay guy that the does one dance. The one who put his face close to the camera and no, says, no, no, that's Zaki. Bob, oh, Bob uh. Sanger is a guy that was like live streaming and selling tech stuff during COVID. Oh, okay. Was it? And then like some kid asked him to buy cigarettes. Like you see this, this boy asked me to buy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah, Chinese New Year there was a video out, out where he was doing line dance. Also Bob oh, Sanger. Seriously? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Have you all ever done line dance before? No. So not me personally. Yeah. My no. cousins used to do line dance when I was a kid. Like they would go for the training and everything. But oh, I think they already stopped. But Not, is it a thing when you all were growing up, like as an option? No, I think traditionally it's <laughs> no, seen as very, very a big thing, lah. <laughs> just wondering, ah, just yeah, wondering, it's like very a big thing. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like you go there and yeah, like you're gonna you're gonna meet bad people, gangsters, that kind of thing, lah. Like, society, uh, all that. Yeah. Now, now I think a bit different, like what NUS got lion dance troupe yeah. and all these things. Yeah, but but I mean. Uh, me at my age cannot uh, I think mm. yeah, I'll probably you want to, unless you want to see the lion break your leg and then like 
my car there, like you also the one, right? Very sad. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but yeah. you, but you, you can lah, right? Because you, Line you were, dance. I mean, you were just in a wrestling ring not too long. Yeah lah, that's right. Like, at least six months ago already yeah. Like, okay <laughs> lah. Exercising. Still in your twenties. It's just a chill lion lah. Chill lion. Walking lion. The day I was in a taxi, we in Juchet, driving past a lion dance performance. And then like, there was a dragon, like a big mascot dragon. But it's like the fat, uh, like Dragon Knight Dragon uh, the taxi driver was quiet the whole ride but when he saw it like hey the dragon like that one uh, dragon <laughs> that one not dragon uh, that one dinosaur uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember during Chinese New Year there was like a, a slight debate about the portrayal of a dragon the one mm. in Chinatown mm. right is it no the Chinatown one is okay like even though he's dopey he's yeah, a dragon yeah. Yeah. but like when the dragon knight like all those different types of dragons like Western dragons. Those uh, are not oh, dragons for Chinese correct, people. Correct, correct. Yeah, oh, yeah. you mean it looked like like the like animated dragon kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, like, like the nearest dragon in Game uh, of That's not oh. a dragon to Chinese people. Wait, so they're oh. saying that those dragons are uh, like like wussy dragons compared to the Chinese yeah, to the long ass oh, oh, the real dragon, dragon with the Chinese yeah. like dragon. the MBS drone dragon. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a real dragon. <laughs> That's yeah. a real yeah. dragon. Yeah, a real dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur uh, that one time. Dinosaur. Who remember? What's what's your one shot thing, Jackie? Well, I just finished watching this uh, series by Nathan Fielder. You guys know mm, Nathan Fielder. Yeah, yeah. His newest series is called The Curse. Mm. Mm. Uh, he made it with Benny Safdie. It's a dark comedy, is it? Yeah, it's a dark comedy and it's, yeah, I, it's, I don't even have the words to describe it. Mm. It is honestly the ending of this show, 10 episodes, the ending of this show is the, f- like, I, I genuinely like, scream. <laughs> scream. It's like dark comedy verging onto uh, horror. Uh, like, like a very, Nate Key and Peele, what's it called? Uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele yeah. style, are, like, it's, it's veering into like horror. Wait, what's the name of the series? Sorry? The Curse. Yeah, I the heard about it recently. Who's yeah. the actress? Oh. Uh, Emma Stone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, and they do like a Q&A at the Lincoln Center uh, after every episode. I think the last episode, the Q&A is uh, hosted by Christopher Nolan. Oh, shit. Talking what about the, f- the finale. Because this show, honestly, it's like a... It's, I think you guys will appreciate the filmmaking of it because yeah. Benny Safdie was saying something about how they over expose, saturate the, the footage to make because they wanted to make something that doesn't belong on TV. Oh. You try to go against every single What has Ben Safdie made before? Uh, he's part of Safdie Brothers made like Uncut Jams, Chosen Ones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And what was the premise of the, the curse actually? Uh, so Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone, they are a couple. They are like a rich couple and then yeah. they are starting this new uh, TV show where this couple is like building smart houses in like a poor community in New Mexico and they're trying to make a, a TV show out of that and it's how uh, about how they're affecting the community uh, there's okay. a there's a very bland way of explaining it yeah. because yeah it's, it's, it's just such a fucking cre- because the two of them are very bad people okay. essentially uh, in the show got it yeah. Uh, it's on, on what, what platform is it on? It's on like Paramount Plus, but you know, I, I, I watched it my own ways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean now now on YouTube I so I think the the thing about this show is that it is very slow paced. It's like ten mm. episodes long and it's it's not like the boom. And so audience reviews are very bad. Mm. Oh, but okay. critical reviews are great. I really enjoyed it. Like if you have the time to just sit down and watch it, like there are some moments that are really just yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing. Wow, seriously? Wow. And how long is each episode? Uh, 40, 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Uh, yeah. wow. Did you see his last show, Nathan Fielder's last show, The Rehearsal? No. That might be an easier sell actually. So, <laughs> the rehearsal is about how he thinks 
um, if you have an important life task, mm-hmm. you can come to him and he will help you rehearse for it. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode, this guy says like, I've been in this uh, pop quiz team for 10 years. And 10 years ago when I joined, I lied to them. I told them I have a degree, uh, but I do not. Mm-hmm. But we have become such good friends playing this pop quiz that we just never talk about it. But I feel bad. Like I want to confess to them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so Nathan comes up with a plan for him. It's like, okay, so on this night of the pop quiz, this is where you will stand. This is what uh, you will say. And then he builds an exact replica of the set of the bar that they're going to do the quiz in yep. for him to is this like keep a rehearsing it. Reality or yeah, it's a reality show. It's like his show It's like Nathan for you. Nathan for you. The rehearsal is helping people rehearse for oh, important life events. Uh, oh, oh, shit. He's yeah. a weirdo, man. But in a great way. Yeah, in, yeah great I think way, he yeah. is slowly, after the curse, he is now slowly starting to break character. And you are going to realize his genius and, and so he, he came up with the curse and he wrote it is it him and Benny Safdie uh, so Benny Safdie watched Nathan for you and then was like such a big fan that they said I want to be friends with him yeah, and then they they worked together or something. Uh, yeah. solid yeah yeah Nathan oh. Fielder is yeah, yeah, he's, he's one he's of great, my heroes yeah. for sure solid cool man awesome recommendation except that yeah we gotta it's long uh, we, we have to get, find our way get on to Paramount Plus yeah, get on to Paramount Plus <laughs> yes Jackie get on to Paramount <laughs> Plus <laughs> a very accessible one <laughs> very accessible so uh, just want to like give us a recap oh, yeah, on your on your show yeah. and where people can find you where people can get tickets so yeah I just bought the website Jackie.sg just so, <laughs> I mean like three three weeks ago like, uh, so you can like, you can get the tickets there uh, yeah. I've, I've left these flyers all around Singapore mm-hmm. you can find them at Mahmood Standor in uh, Haji uh. Lane in Shrub in Golden Mile yeah. uh, you can scan that QR code you can take the flyer also if you if you buy a ticket you can go to Mahmood Standor you uh-huh. get $1 off a slushy. Oh, oh and Mamu's yeah. Thunder is run by uh, another comedian, another Siraj. Stand-up comedian yeah. Siraj. Yeah. 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 So the show is on the 13th of March at the Projector Cine Leisure in the Yangtze Hall. Mm. It's called Cuckoo Bird of Value. And they can get their tickets at Jackie.sg. Jackie.sg. And if people wow. want to find you online, where should they go? Uh, Jackie Young Comedy. J-A-C-K-Y. Uh, that's an Instagram handle. That's my Instagram, my oh, TikTok, okay. that's everything. But I'm mostly only active on Instagram. But you got Telegram also, right? I have a Telegram channel, actually. Yeah, it's an yeah, announcement yeah. channel. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Telegram, you type Jackie N Friends, mm-hmm. the letter N. Uh, there's like a channel where I announce stuff if I'm on holiday I send like videos there and oh, like that. I see, I see. oh solid man it's like your, your own private only fans kind yeah of thing, like. in a way yeah. <laughs> mm. except it's not explicit <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet, not not yet. yet. Uh, but yeah thanks yeah. so much for cool. coming man Jack. thanks for having me thanks for yeah. allowing me to come and discuss the of course man the yeah. topics we have Anytime. discussed today yeah. Uh, and yeah thanks for listening everybody remember mm. to follow us and subscribe uh, our 500th episode special coming will be up, coming out coming next up, week yeah. which we filmed on a trishaw yesterday yes. uh, yeah. our first ever podcast on the streets mm. uh, and we'll be launching ministryoffunny.com mm. uh, also our own website nice. yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah more details to come, come soon. cool thanks everybody bye bye